0: All right everybody, welcome back to another episode of Gas is on the Right podcast with Daniel Allen. We are going to discuss Chicago. Chicago street race, Chicago street course, Grant Park 121. Um yeah, let's uh, let's dive right into it. Daniel, the Australian supercar ringer come in comes in and wins. I did
1: think
2: it's Quite amazing that he came in and was able to do what he did.
0: <laughs> very much so. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, was, uh, I was pretty. I can't believe I I couldn't believe he did. It. That's why when oh, you yeah. picked him, I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And uh, well, he he did the thing.
0: Yeah that that he sure did. He definitely did the thing. Um, I was very. I'm going to be honest watching practice Saturday and a little bit of qual and then qualifying. I was surprised to say the least that he won, of course, but I wasn't as surprised as I would have been because I expected him to probably run top 10. Mm-hmm. So, cause he was doing some things differently that most of the cup series drivers weren't even trying. Like there were certain turns where like a lot of cup drivers were rolling second gear. He was shifting down to first, he was out breaking guys. I mean, and then he was saving his stuff, too. I mean, he had the... He he was running qualifying laps the last, what, 15, 20 laps of the race? Where he charged all the way to the front? So He, had mean, a, he was passing on a mission. Guys with ease. Oh, yeah. So, and I tell you what, Justin Haley put up a hell of a fight. So, watching, watching Justin yeah, try to block him uh, I was and... I, I was even with S V G being my pick, I was rooting for Haley to uh hold him off. But I just man, that, that's that uh that crossover was just uh which I mean I, I don't know how Haley hung on to that car when he got squirrely there. Um when he uh passed S V G back. He dove, it in there.
2: he dove it in there deep and I was like no, you know. I was like, Well they're about to both take each other out and NASCAR is gonna get what it wants and Chase Elliott's <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, Justin Haley, just notable, uh, notable mention plus 35 on the day position wise. Great day. Led a bunch of laps. Um, just, I would say he didn't have the car, but nobody had the car to challenge SVG there at the end of the race. You no, know, so, Bell
2: probably would have been the only person, but he ended up in a wall. So,
0: yeah. So speaking of uh ending up in a wall, um <laughs> Noah Gragson. There, <laughs> so, there, there was a lot of so there was a there was a lot of guys at wall. Floor. Yeah, <laughs> big time. But I mean you saw Start like Kyle didn't Bush. Chase Elliott
2: wreck in the race at the same spot he wrecked on qualifying?
0: Um I don't I don't remember exactly where where he wrecked that pushed him so far back. Um, I know qualifying, he just he did what Denny Hamlin did a couple of weeks ago at Sonoma, where he just cut the cut the wall too tight um, out of one turn and bounced it into the other wall. So Denny Hamlin
2: did that in this race too.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but Some man. Of him
2: qualifying on the pole road course means he's gonna hit a wall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna find one for sure. So yeah, but,
2: Kyle Busch. Went completely under the tires. I was like, oh, that car's destroyed. And they pulled it out and I was fine. And I was like, I was like, how did that happen?
0: Yeah. Because he screamed those tires. Man, there were so many guys that were that way too that just were underneath the barriers. They pulled them out and they kept running, Mm -hmm. which that's a testament to how good tire barriers are, at first and foremost, and also how durable these cars are. But I say that also looking back at twenty nineteen or twenty twenty Roval, when Chase Elliott did the same thing and was able to come back and win the race, in um, the Gen six cars, which were a lot more fragile than the next gen cars. So how I mean, illegal
2: do you think that car was? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of things. Those tire barriers, though. I mean, guys were blasting into them, and they were getting pulled out and okay, Bouncing off of them yeah so but um yeah s v g though some some interesting uh interesting remarks from him himself and some uh drivers, so uh he was saying that any of the top ten in supercars are good enough to come do what he just did, which uh the supercar series is like the Australian down under oh, version nice of you i would say nascar but i'd also say like sports car series like a mix of the two so yeah. they they don't do as much oval racing um but road course street course and then i think they have some ovals on, in there but also keep in mind that when they designed the next gen car they did pull from the supercars so the 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 basis of it is a supercar which is very uh very interesting to me i didn't i didn't know that but it, it treats to his wheelhouse other than the fact of he's sitting on the complete opposite side of the car, shifting with the opposite hand. Um, isn't that, that, isn't that wild? Oh dude, it's like it's could insane. you imagine
2: always shifting with your left hand and then having to come
0: shifting your right hand? Yeah. Like I mean it's crazy.
2: But was talking about how it's like brushing your teeth with the opposite hand. That's what I always brush my teeth with my left hand left-handed you are too i'm assuming you do it the same way
0: right <laughs> but i was like i feel like
2: i need to go try and brush my teeth right-handed to see
0: see how difficult how
2: it is. It? how which i think i'd be okay
1: because you know i,
2: I use build so i have to sometimes <laughs> have to use my right hand to hammer so i think i'd be all right
0: it's still one of those things. That not like, at a
2: hundred, not at like 150 miles an hour.
0: At some points,
2: like having to like
1: focus on that and like drive.
0: Yeah, there's there's so much that just like is insane to think about, and the fact that he was able to go out there and do that. So, um, but I think Chase Elliott put it with everybody's fear of uh, SVG is going to go home and tell all his friends how bad we are. Was Chase's quote. <laughs> on SVG's win. So, I don't know. I think... I mean, you got to think, first off, this is his wheelhouse. Um, his fans were saying that. I mean, that that this is his that wheelhouse. whole...
2: The whole race foreign to all the NASCAR dealers. It it was more... He was more at home with that race than NASCAR, even though he was sitting on the right side of the car in a different country. Yeah. He was more for that than all the other people. It's not like when Kimmy Rackinen comes and runs Project 91 car at Watkins Glen or something. Yeah. Uh, that's completely different because all of the, the all of the NASCAR drivers have a ton of tile on Watkins Glen.
1: It's not like they've never ran a lactic. So yeah, I, I don't think that the NASCAR drivers suck. I think it was
2: a brand new track with wet weather conditions and none of them have ever ran a street course before where that dude's run a ton of street courses a ton of street courses in the rain and he's pretty familiar with the car because nascar kind of copied the super Bowl. so yeah. you know it was it was a perfect storm all the stars aligned but did have you did you see i saw something to where uh somebody posted that it's tradition for all track car track track I can't talk
1: it All <laughs> track
2: house cars uh to win get their first victory at a road course.
0: That that is the case now. So that is um the one of Chastain at Coda, the ninety nine four is at um Sonoma and now the ninety one Project 91 car at Chicago Street Course. Well, moving forward, the Xfinity race, Saturday's race, called halfway. Uh, they stopped the race. This was due to Chicago's rules of if there's a possibility of lightning. Apparently, they shut down all public parks. Yeah. So it wasn't even. I think even somebody. I, can,
2: I want to say that somebody said that. Well, no, there was lightning because Rick Allen said it on the broadcast. But I think somebody said that once the lightning happened, like all this all the security that the city of Chicago supplied was like, well, we're going home. <laughs> yeah. Like they got everybody out of there. And like well, we're leaving. So this, is it. this is it, you know?
0: Yeah. And I mean, that just created, a they stopped, mess.
2: you know, they stopped the race or called the race two laps short of halfway, which I think I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I, I think it would have been a little gimmicky to get him out there, and run two pace laps, and be like, All right, "We're halfway. Cold Custer's a winner." I think. Yeah, that's okay. You know, and there's no reason to push that race to Monday because logistically it doesn't make sense for the Xfinity teams because they don't make near the money that the Cup teams make. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you
2: don't want to postpone the Cup race to have the Xfinity race on Sunday.
0: Yeah, and you can't you can't push the Xfinity race. It's not like um this is obviously not a track it's not a legitimate track um it's public mm-hmm. roads, so you can't push it till Monday either just to run a minimum of two laps so it was very it was a unprecedented unprecedented situation that unfortunately um lost out on created a weird scenario that's kind of one of those things that you can't control and that's just what's gonna happen and i mean it's it's not that it's a bad thing. It sucks that they weren't able to get the full race in. It sucks that neither race was able to get a full race in, but it is what it is at the same time. So there was not much you could do at that point either.
1: And then
2: decided to cut the cup race short 20 laps, said we're only racing until lap 80, and then went into overtime.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which so, makes me
2: feel like if you had if you could have went into overtime like you should have it's either one thing said we're racing till this time it doesn't matter what lap we're on because we're not going to make it to lap 100 whatever lap it is at this time once it hits this time next time around checker flag's coming out or waited till like two laps before or 10 laps before and been like all right it's getting dark we're only going to run 10 more laps or five more laps you know
0: Yes, yeah, like they did with New Hampshire back in, like, 21. Um, yeah, because they, they kind of just family. put
2: everybody they put everybody in a box, and it screwed people like Christopher Bell, who was, I think, going to win that race. Um, yeah. Had things not transpired the way they
1: did.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of this, this, this race is kind of the same. Granted, they had, like, a 25-lap um, period that they knew what was going to happen. Um, but it definitely messed up some strategies for sure. But it's one of those things that what what else are you gonna do, you know? I mean, it's an unfortunate yeah, circumstance. I, think, I
2: mean, they knew that if that race would have ran green the whole entire time they could have gotten it in. But I mean, you know that's not gonna happen. It's wet weather conditions on a track they would never been to. And you got these super competitive drivers that are gonna push the limits. Yeah. And end up like the on lap one was just <laughs> anarchy yeah <laughs> really like the first three or four laps were just complete anarchy i was like <laughs> yeah.
1: i was like was, this is gonna be
2: a long
1: race <laughs> long, <laughs> like, we might not even make it a lap 50
2: so i mean they could have said from the get-go hey i know we can't run 100
1: laps we're only doing 80. So, yeah and that way you strategize from there not after you know, 11 cars are
2: pitted, and they're like, Chase Elliott was in that group. Let's shorten it to 80 laps. And I'm not saying that's what NASCAR did, you know, but I'm sure there's those yeah. people like, oh, they're trying to get Elliott that win are gonna get the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's you right. You, you heard it here
2: first. <laughs> Gas is on the right podcast. Defended Chase Elliott.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I mean, you can't con as Denny Hamlin tweeted out, you can't control God. You can't control the weather. Um, Chicago had an unprecedented amount of rain over that afternoon. They had a month's worth of rain. Yeah, that was a
2: record setting amount of rain. That's
0: a lot yeah. of rain. And I credit to um NASCAR, city of Chicago and everything. They got that they got that track cleaned up quick. I mean, you had nine inches of water plus on pit road. Yeah, like 3 o'clock in the insane. afternoon. Did you
2: see did you see the video that Colin posted of them like going underwater on pit road?
0: Yeah, they had that. They had tires floating away from the eight pit box. You had Track House doing boat races. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was
2: ridiculous. Just... Well, I did not think that that race was going to get in. I think I even texted you that. I was like, I don't think we're racing today. And then like an hour later, they were on their cars
1: going. Yeah. I was like, how did this happen?
0: See, that was that was my whole thing. Like we were I was at the pool and was like, no, I ain't even got to worry about this race going on. I was sitting there looking at it and looking at the tweets and everything. I was like, there's no way there's no way they're going to race today. And then all of a sudden, did you see uh, the uh, video going green?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Did you see the video when they called the drivers to the car? NBC was interviewing Ricky Stenhouse and his eyes got real big, and they were like, are you ready? And he looked down, and he was in, like, his street clothes, and he was like, uh, obviously not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that one, but that is is hilarious. (laughs) But, yeah, no. Kudos to Chicago for getting the show on. Uh, It sucks that it was rain-shortened, but again, it's one of those just, you can't control the situation. And it's also a thing of, like, would it have been nice to push the race to Monday to get the full race in? Yes. But...
2: I've been real expensive.
0: Yeah, that's the other part. So, and if they... Pending the chance they wouldn't have been able to get the race in Monday, there would have been no event. Because they only had they to, only Monday had to get the race. Monday. Yeah, And then what do you do? Uh, That was one of those that I was wondering what was going to happen. If that mm-hmm. If that happened, what would be the uh plan of action course of action after that. would you Yeah, go and that's the only some... and
1: that's
2: the only thing about the street course is it's like it puts you in such a box to where like if it does does happen, what do you do? You know? <laughs> like y'all you, know, you only got this place Friday to Monday. Well, yeah. You know, Saturday to Monday. If it rains the whole like obviously I don't think that should be Memorial Day weekend because whether you're at Daytona or wherever, it always rains on Memorial Day weekend. You can count on it. Um,
0: well, I mean, this it's one of those things. In the summer, you're gonna you're gonna have some type of rain.
2: Mm-hmm. Like so. if you did it, like I know, like if you did it in, like Miami, probably gonna rain. That's why maybe like a street course in like Las Vegas or like somewhere in California. Yeah. that see, would the, be. Uh, not doesn't rain there a lot,
1: you know. That'd be yeah.
2: a good, a good thing because a lot of people have been saying, you know, the Coliseum kind of ran its course. So, better way to continue to be out in the LA market, LA street course.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it would sell. The Coliseum is sold, sold. So, and I mean, here's here's the other thing that we're we're looking at this. We don't have any economic numbers or the economic impact that it had on the city of Chicago just in general. So we don't know what it did economically for the city. But just with NBC, they had averaged 4.8 million viewers, which is the most-watched NBC NASCAR race since 2017, the most-watched Cup Series race since the Daytona 500. It was up 144% from last year's Road America, and the race was also the most-streamed NASCAR race in Peacock history. As well as just for NASCAR for the Chicago market, it was nine point three percent of homes had the NASCAR race were tuned into the NASCAR race, which is three times the Daytona Five Hundred viewership in that same market. So for NASCAR, yes, it's it a was a complete win. Uh,
2: yeah, it was a big win for NASCAR, and I mean, me and you talked about it on here <laughs> that we said we were not very optimistic about the street course. We did not think that it was going to go well at all. I, I said, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be any passing. The race was going to be won on whoever got off pit road first. And
0: boy, we wrong!
2: That was a really good race.
0: It was awesome. I, I enjoyed almost every single minute of it. I mean, you had a little I bit of calamity. The
2: poll was like but... 85% of people thought it was a good race. That might have been the best reviewed race of all his polls this year.
0: Let's see here. 84.5% said yes. It ranks number nine of 29 road courses in the number four race of 2023 thus far, with Kansas number one at 93.3, and fifth most vote, votes ever in a poll with 33,000 votes on this poll. So, I mean, it's a big sample size, too. Okay. Really? So, I mean, that's, again, the the proof is in the pudding at that point. You you can't mm-hmm. deny that.
2: I love when NASCAR proves me wrong when I have doubts about what they're
0: doing. You know? Yes. No, I 100% agree. And, I mean, I still think that, I think the race would have been even more so had it been a dry weather condition. Had it not yeah. been delayed. Had it not been postponed. Had the extended race not been cut short. Had the cup race not been cut short. I think that the amount of um, interest would have been even more heightened, but I mean, you got to think of all the people that got pissed off because the concerts were canceled. I mean, they didn't have any of those concerts: Chainsmokers, Miranda um, Lambert, Randall and Lambert. Uh, Charlie they Crockett. In. They got one of them in.
2: Yeah, Charlie Crockett, the one that people probably bought tickets for the least. I don't even yeah. know who that is.
0: So I mean. That was uh, that was a big letdown for a lot of people because a lot of people were excited about the concerts too. So, I mean, Those it was a big kind of marquee event. <laughs> so, but also, apparently, I saw this tweet that they don't know if there was a miscommunication or if this is just the way it was done. But general fans were allowed onto the track and then ended up like in post-race teardown with the cars, like all around the cars and everything. So I don't know if there's was miscommunication or what happened, but (laughs) it was, um, there was some, there was some interesting stuff from this event. I mean, it was a really cool event. Really cool to see. I mean, it was cool to see there were some pictures from practice, I think Saturday and qualifying Saturday that there was people on top of like, um, on top of like, uh, bus stop stations, um, areas, subways
2: and stuff. Yeah, just trying to get get veered.
0: Yeah. So, really, really, really cool event. Really cool to watch and see. I mean, my girlfriend, who is not an avid NASCAR fan, but watches casually because I'm an avid NASCAR fan. When I was turned on practice Saturday, she was like, where are they racing? I said, downtown Chicago. And she's like, you're kidding. I was like, no. And then we looked at it, and she was like, we're watching the Xfinity race today, right? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so, I mean, she was excited for the event. And, I mean, she's now, when not I'm watching even a, race, a NASCAR person. And when I'm watching an Xfinity
2: race, my wife's like, is this the one that doesn't have Chase Elliott? And I'm like, yeah, this is the one that doesn't have Chase Elliott. And she's like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was um, it's one of those things that it definitely captivated a lot of attention and... Like I think Steve O'Donnell said and many others have said, you can take this product anywhere now. So I will cost
1: a lot less money now too, because they have all the stuff. You know, they made initial investment. And now they got all the stuff.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you have the stuff, you know how to do it, you know what to do, you know when to do. I mean the Chicago street race I think is contracted for two more years, but either side of the party can opt out. I know that that contract was signed with the past mayor of Chicago. The new mayor of Chicago does not seem to embrace it as much, um, per notes about it. Um, Take and he our ball said, and
1: go somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I mean, his—he uh, addressed the future of NASCAR Chicago. We're grateful, despite the extreme weather, that NASCAR was able to deliver with very minimal, minimal disruption. Like, everything that I inherited, I assess and grade it in the, an open process. So, I mean, it really sounds like they didn't, he didn't care about the product, more or less the fact that it wasn't in the way. Um, but again, we, we don't know the financial impact that it had either, which I, I'm assuming would be great, considering you have hometown fans as well as people that flew in, stayed in hotels, ate out every day, I mean, local mm-hmm. business is booming. You had as, economically
2: like, had to be a great, even with the weather. That had to be a great weekend for Chicago
0: economically. Oh yeah, and I mean, Denny Hamlin was talking about on his podcast like the fan interaction. There was multiple times where the drivers were just out there with them. Like, you were through the fans to try to get in. I mean, I saw videos of like Daniel Suarez walking down the street, walking up to fans, telling them he liked their shirt and everything. They are wearing Suarez shirts and stuff like that. So, I mean, and that's something you don't get when you go to a Talladega or an Atlanta or a Phoenix or really any other Oval. or
2: Unless you got VIP passes.
0: <laughs> Correct. I mean, even when you have garage experience, you don't get that much interaction. So...
2: It's hardly ever. If you have just a garage experience, you really don't even, you just see all the crew members most of the time and you just get to walk around and look at cars.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah, I would definitely say that was, that would be a really cool experience. Um, again, and I, I totally agree with you. If Chicago doesn't want it, give it to somebody else, LA, Boston, New York, um, where wherever you want to go, wherever you can say pull coda, go to Aust downtown Austin.
1: Now we Alabama.
0: So <laughs> there we are here. <laughs> <laughs> so but I do hate that some of like the best markets that would probably put on a really good race and have a really good viewership are taken. Like um Nashville's IndyCar, Miami and Las Vegas are F one. So those kind of Suck, but you know, there's still there's still plenty of other available options. So just don't go to like South Dakota or something. Sorry yeah. to anybody up there, but just being real. Yeah,
2: all five hundred <laughs> people in South Dakota.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, no, definitely overall. Um even the drivers, I mean the drivers had a lot of good things to say. Uh Eric Amarola, what an event, battled all day, P twelve. The love from Chicago was real and heartfelt. Appreciate all of you wish you could perform better for y'all, but most of y'all are new and had no idea. I'm no bueno at those races. Thank you for showing up and showing out. Eric Jones, let's do it again. Brad Keslowski. great views, fans, and racing. See you, Chicago. Joy Logano, today was a race I never experienced before, and shout out to NASCAR for continuing to think outside the box. And thank you to the city of Chicago for letting us host a race that's never been seen before. And it just goes on and on of just uh, the high praise from the drivers as well. Which, I mean, we know that the drivers are the biggest critics of NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, I mean, to say the least, they're the Karens of NASCAR. <laughs> they're they're going to tell you when something's up. So, I mean, and then also you have... I
2: saw Chris Buster his eighth top ten in a row at a road course.
0: I think so. I think that is correct.
2: Another other people who seems like they did pretty well. Uh, Corey LaJoy is not really that great of a road course racer. Fourteenth place. Who else did a good? Um, we already talked about Justin Haley. Had a yeah. good day. Austin Cindric. I think he finished in the top ten for the first time this year. <laughs> <laughs> seems like you haven't really heard his name at all,
0: unless. Ty Gibbs with a ninth place. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you had some. He had some guys running very, very well. Um, but very just again. Then you awesome. have people
2: whose races just fell apart after you had Christopher Bell, his race fell apart. I mean, he still what, he still came home well, he came home with an eighteenth finish after, in my opinion, dominating the first half of the race. Yeah. Martin Truex was right behind him, finished thirty second. Uh, Blaney had a crap day. Stenhouse had a crap day. Austin Dillon had a crap day. Well,
0: Austin, Dillon Austin Dillon was Austin Dillon. He was in a great in,
2: spot. Yeah, he was in second, but he wrecked,
0: didn't he? Yeah, he was running down Haley and tried to uh tried to get the get a run off turn twelve, and just caught the wall, broke the front uh front toe link and probably a bunch of other suspension parts oh, it's right there towards the end of the fire. race. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely some guys that had a bad day, and just to tell you how valuable those days are, you remember, what is it, three, four weeks ago, Ryan Blaney was leading points, and he's 85 back now. Jeez. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a, the driver's standings. So your top six are separated by 53 points. Um uh-huh. But your playoff standings are where it's really interesting. You got Ty Gibbs, plus six at the cut line, um, followed by, by the way, honorable mention, uh, Brad Kay and Chris Buescher, um, plus 104 and plus 91 on the cut line.
2: Big yeah, turnaround from last year.
0: Very good turnaround for RFK. Um, but your cut line drivers right now, you got Suarez, minus six, McDowell, back ten almondinger twenty-four Bowman twenty-six Haley forty five Centric forty five LaJoy forty seven and Elliot fifty-five. Um so those are your uh a couple of your guys that are that's your next ten out. So we are sitting at twelve different winners a season. Obviously one not being a qualified uh for playoff dri- eligible for playoff driver. So, 11- so a big one. reason I
1: was rooting for uh hey. Haley to get I mean, in there.
0: Oh yeah. Like like you text me the playoff implications would have been huge.
2: hmm
0: So which well, I he had
2: a he had a such a great day finishing second. He's only in points
0: now. Yeah, he's only forty five off the cut. I mean a solid, solid point stay for him. Um, way to turn it I around. still don't think it's, still don't think with how much point he's, Elliot's
2: up to 55 points off. He might still figure out a way to point it in.
0: <laughs> I think I saw something that Elliot needs like 27 and a half points per race for the rest of the season to point in at this rate. Mm-hmm. And he's been averaging almost 30 points a race. So, so but I mean, keep in mind though too, he's finished I think 5th, 4th, 3rd, and 6th. Fifth, fourth, and third in the last three races mm-hmm. that he's run. So, 5th, so this
2: fourth, third. Maybe he'll finish second in Atlanta. And then the week after New Hampshire, maybe he'll win.
0: <laughs> looking, looking that direction. So, but I mean, definitely a playoff threat. Um, obviously, we already got 11 locked in, and they're.
2: And McDowell keeps creeping closer and closer to that line.
0: Oh, yeah. He's. I mean, he's going to be awesome
2: to see him point his way.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's putting together a heck of a season, too. So we just got to keep in mind of how many people on this list can still win a race this year. So which McDowell, I'm not saying McDowell's not able to either, but we just got to we got to be realistic about it, too, with some of these guys, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, moving forward. But I reckon moving forward, uh Atlanta this weekend. So the updates, the safety updates and the modifications to the next gen car from the Ryan Priest, um Kyle Larson, Tyler are going to into effect this weekend at Atlanta. Um, which I think it adds twenty pounds of weight to the left side of the car but removes forty pounds of weight, creates that front crush zone um to where the car's not so rigid on the front as well as some more gussets in the passenger side uh door cage
2: i believe that the nashville race nbc did a really good uh like they went around the car and kind of showed. it was either nbc or fox at sonoma i can't remember it was one of them went through and talked about all the changes made to the car
1: yeah, I, I want to say it was NBC. I thought Steve Letarte was talking about it. I might be wrong, but
2: um, my cl- i just didn't understand why. Why wouldn't you just go ahead and implicate all those?
1: I know, like you got
2: to give teams the time to change it, but why wait till Atlanta? You know? you know, just as soon as you guys can get this changed, get it changed. It's got to be done by Atlanta. You know, yeah. or maybe they did do that. I just don't know. enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of the two, but at least it's in, in effect for this super speedway, which I think that was their big thing, is making sure that this is what they want to do for the super speedways, um, which I think is going to be something that goes along with all other cars because there hasn't been really anything where there should have been that high speed of an impact, which, granted, I will say this, That's the way NASCAR Blaney. tested it was, was interesting. Yes, besides Blaney going headfirst into that concrete. Which, the
2: way his car crumpled... Made me think that he yeah. was that already implanted, implemented on his car, the way his car crumbled.
0: Yeah, see, I was the same way, but apparently it was not. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely glad to see these safety um, advancements come as we see the series continuously make their self better and better and make the car safer and safer. Um. Hopefully, that will also attract more attention and more drivers, more people to come be a part. So, such as I think
2: SBG winning make a lot of a lot more people want to come race because I think Justin Mark said there's no more plans for Project 91. Oh, I mean the car just for the rest of the year. So I mean, but the car just won. Why they're like, hey, that's a now. This is a race-winning car. Bring your sponsors if you want to race. Bring your sponsors. Let's make it happen. You know.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's uh, again, it's a testament to what Trackhouse is doing as well. I mean, yeah. talk about an innovative team and a a hungry team. This is
2: their third their third year because they had the first year was just Suarez, and then the next year was Chastain and Suarez, and then.
1: This year's Project
2: 91 car. Mm-hmm. Now, in three years, all three of their cars have
1: gotten wins.
0: Yeah, and they've already made the championship four-time four. car. Yeah, so definitely big steps forward with um, with their program. Um, we need to, at... uh,
2: we need to raise some money, and uh, I think my Online racing skills of Bristol would translate over for me to run the Project ninety one car. So everybody, who <laughs> we're about to start a GoFundMe to get Gases on the Right podcast on the number ninety one car for me to drive. <laughs>
0: well, let's do that. Starting it now. It will be available tomorrow. Please make your donations payable. <laughs> but well, oh, a crisp speaking
2: three million dollars.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's all we need, guys. That's all we need. So if anybody is feeling generous or has. A um, wealthy relative that would like to donate, please let us know. So, it's on the right 97 at com. Reach out to us, social medias, DM us, let us know. But um, speaking of online racing, Heat 5 came out with the next gens finally.
2: So those car ignitions
1: <laughs> do what?
2: The mass car ignition sucks. <laughs> Let's
0: yeah, just the old game. Dude, I'm telling you, Heat 5 with the next gens, it is a totally different game now. Um,
2: no, I'm going to have to bring my Xbox to your house where so I can download it because my wi is buns.
0: Bring it on, so we'll get it downloaded. But, yeah, we uh, I raced it for the first time, I think, last weekend with some guys that I've been racing online with. Um, shout out to those guys. They're, they are listeners as well. Um, but... It's it's a lot of fun. The car is completely different in how it drives, so you can actually really tell a difference. Is it in the only car.
2: online, or is it like career mode and all that too?
0: Uh, everything you can pick either the 2020 season or the 2022 season. So, but the only thing when you pick 2022, you only have Cup Series. You don't have Xfinity Dirt or any of that when you go online That's or anything. Whatever. Of that. So, but. I wish
2: but, I want them to make a NASCAR game with, like, a franchise mode to where, like, I could be a race car driver and then become a team owner and sign different, like, I could steal Kyle Larson for X amount of dollars, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sign different people and have, like, a second car and stuff. That like would be fun for Madden me. Like Madden or
0: MLB The Show where you can just build a super team?
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, or you build a team... Okay. A super team out of B tier drivers, yeah, so it's like when you play like imagine Adams having super like Bowl a on Madden yeah, it's not gonna happen again <laughs> anytime soon, so <laughs> <laughs> but we can live in dreams, <laughs>
2: yeah, but it'd be like ended up with like a Hendrick style card, but have like almondinger LeJoy... even like Chris Buescher... Have that, like, your, your lineup of cars and then yourself, obviously.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. you know, a four-car like, team. That
2: would be amazing.
0: We, we, need, we need you guys to share, like, subscribe, give it to everybody. Get on our social medias. We have so many good ideas. And we're more than willing to listen to yours, too. So just send them in to us. We will talk about them on the show. But, like, let's get this out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to make money. We just want to get our ideas out there. Be heard. Yeah, no, we, we just want that to be implemented game. We want in the game. to be heard.
1: <laughs> yeah. We have a voice. I still have
2: the, the guys from Sports Games. All their numbers from when I won that contest at Talladega. Maybe I should text them and be like, "Hey."
0: They probably way off at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah, I should probably like Facebook or and see if they still have that in their profile for their Sports Games because i don't think i think they're not making another nascar game this year because they're trying to put the indy car game out so yeah. they aren't making a nascar game this year
0: yeah fun which fact, is why i the think way. they
2: just threw us i think oh, yeah. that's why they just threw us the bone with heat five with that update
0: yeah well I, i'll say this as well um you know there's a new nascar like arcade style game coming out that's not going to be sanctioned by nascar or ea or anything that's supposed to be like a. Um, it almost reminded me like with the graphics of Subway Surfer on your phone, but I don't even remember the name of it, but it's supposed to be like a an arcade-style NASCAR game, just with no, it's not going to have any names, it's not going to have any sponsors, nothing. So, I don't know what the deal is with that one, but apparently it comes out later this year. So, but I will say, again, they did a really good job on Heat 5 with the update. So from what I've raced, I've ran a couple of super speedways. I've ran a mile and a half and I've read Bristol and it runs great. Very great So
2: how similar does it run on Bristol to like the ten-six six card on the game?
0: Um, I, I'll say this normally on when I'm running Bristol, I'm running like 110 to 112 out of the, out of the turns. And I'm running the center at like 105. I'm running the center of the turn at like 115, and I'm coming out at like 123 or 125. Mm. So, I mean, it's a lot faster. (laughs) Do what?
2: He doesn't think I could laugh you twice.
0: No, I've been doing too much online racing, man. (laughs) So we just we we have a good time. By the way. um... You can catch us sometimes online, me more often than Daniel. But uh you can catch us on Xbox Live if you wanna come race with us. Um, Raptor Man fifty nine and catch Daniel Seven Seven O. Yeah. If you, you catch, catch him on there, there his is gonna be like out. one thousand. He's gonna have like a thousand ping. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Um definitely definitely something to check out if you are a gaming fan and a heat five fan. Um very, very fun. Very good game. But, yeah, shout out to some of my guys. uh, Michael, I can't say your username um, on this platform, but Fish and Jeb and all them. Uh, a lot of fun to race with those guys. So, but, yeah, that's where I've been getting all my training, Daniel. So you should come join us. We'll have a land online party. Yeah. So... But moving to bring on, a TV and Xbox I just need uh, your Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, you don't have to bring a TV. I got a TV. You can just bring the Xbox. So we'll be we'll be all good then. So set you up next to in the floor. Right. <laughs> Let's see here. Moving on as we kind of come to a close here, just a couple quick notes. I saw this actually right before we started recording. SVG, his team owner said that he he is contracted through twenty twenty four, but said if he came to him saying that he wanted to go race NASCAR next year, he would let him out of his contract early. So, very just an interesting note there because SVG did mention wanting to come race after his supercar. He said he had one more year in supercars and then he would be down to come race NASCAR full time.
2: you think he? I mean, I would only really want to race. Like, if he could get a full-time sponsor and make Project 91, just 91. <laughs> no more Project. That's my ride, you know?
0: Yeah, it would definitely be something that you'd have to um, look into and look at. I mean, uh, depending on what the ride is, like, don't come over here and take a rig-wear car. But yeah. th- here's the thing, like, the guy is what, like, a eight-time supercar champion or something like that?
1: And,
0: well, here's the thing. He's only 34.
1: You got 10-year NASCAR, really?
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's saying that he's all but confirmed 2025 he'll race in Cup. And, I mean, anybody's going to want him in their car now. But, yeah, I think he's like an eight-time supercar champion. And he is literally still in his prime, completely. So, um, a lot of a lot to come from him, I would assume for sure. We'd have to see how he does on ovals, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him running a Daytona entry either in August or the 500 next year.
2: That'd be pretty cool. to see him on an oval, and be like, "Oh, maybe it's not as easy." Maybe these guys can't do what I said they
1: could do.
0: Yeah. So, but kudos to him. Um, One other note of Silly Season rumors real quick. So, Spire Motorsports has a new sponsor coming on board for a 16 race contract with both cars. So, this is with Spire and it's GameBridge, which I'm not quite sure um, what their um what they do, so on and so forth. Um but the fact on them is they are a major sponsor for Andretti. And I think Andretti Motorsports. Um I don't know in what series, but there's speculation going around now that Andretti may be partnering or buying out Spire to come into NASCAR.
2: I'd be that'd be big to Spire for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: really no, just
2: I agree. The joy to elevate, be able to elevate that team.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, bringing in the experience, bringing in the funding, um, that would be a very, very big, um, big jump for them to help them with uh, just make that team better because that team has done nothing but gone up since um their inaugural season. Mm-hmm. So, but it's one of the things that they're still a small team. I mean, they don't have the I, backing that like Trackhouse has.
2: There, I say they've been uh, stacking pennies.
0: <laughs> Correct. So, but so that's something to uh, keep an eye on through the rest of the season and uh, through the off season. Is if that's just a sponsor partnership, or could that be a little bit more going on behind the scenes that we haven't heard of yet? So. We'll uh we'll see coming up soon. But um Atlanta. So first off, we didn't get a national episode out. Um we had to take down the Sonoma episode, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's just been been a terrible couple weeks. Um with the audio electronics, everything. I mean, even today we're having more issues, so just bear with us as we try to get this all worked out. Um, but so Sonoma was a win for me. Nashville was a win for me, and then Chicago was a win for me on picks. Is that right? Something like that. So that makes it um just to revise our picks from those weeks. Um so I had Busher over Almondinger at Sonoma. Bowman over Blaney at Nashville, and I picked SVG over Daniel picking Suarez at the street course, which, mind you, if Daniel would have made me pick a Cup Series regular, I still would have won. So, just a little asterisk right there if you want to put it in. But, nevertheless, um, it is comeback season, guys. Uh, It's down to a five-point deficit. (laughs) So... Uh let's uh go into Atlanta number two, Atlanta night race. And Mr. Daniel Black, who are you gonna pick?
1: I'm picking uh Logano for the sweep.
0: Legano for the sweep of the year. I tell you what, he has been quiet since Atlanta too. So I mean that's it's not a bad pick. He has been very quiet though, since Atlanta. Um, but I'm going to go with the man that brought a rocket to the last, like, four laps of Atlanta last year and had that amazing run on the last lap. But Eric Jones is who I'm going to pick for Atlanta this year for summer Atlanta. So I reckon we will tune in and see. It is a night race. Starts at 7 p.m. on July 9th, Sunday, the best day of the year. So... Without further ado, Daniel, do you have any closing remarks?
2: Make sure you tune in and listen to Gases on the Right podcast.
0: Hey, that's right. Also, go hit our social medias up. We are on the road to a thousand followers on um, TikTok. That way we can start going live with you guys when we're recording. So go hit it up, share it with your friends, share it to your page, share it to anybody. But uh, we want to definitely get that number up. That way we can start going live with you guys um, and bring you more content and uh, fresher content more often. So thank you guys for tuning in, and we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Gas is on the Right podcast with Daniel and Alan. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias on Twitter at Gas underscore Right, Instagram and TikTok at Gas is on the Right podcast. Be sure to tune in next week. And remember, the gas is on the right.